thinking about moving to Corinth, Mississippi, you are in luck. We've got Maria Wilson with us today. Say what's up, Maria. Hey, how are y'all? <laughs> this is Want to Move There, the show giving all humans the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to a different area. I'm your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years right here in central Pennsylvania. I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, graduated from Mechanicsburg High School in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and went up to college in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Born and raised here, I'll never leave. Well, never say never, but for now, I'm rooted here. Got some kids. I got to stay here for a while. Uh, contact me if you need to buy or sell a home in central Pennsylvania or anywhere on the planet. I've got a vast network of agents, as you can see here. Uh, call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to hear from you and help you make a smooth transition to wherever you're moving to or from or within. Whether you're watching live or in a replay, ask a question in the comments. Or if you know Maria or myself, please say what's up and say, where you're watching from. If it's somewhere outside of Central PA, I definitely want to hear about it. Uh, and a reminder that all the replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the podcast places, audio, video, anywhere you like to get your content. It's sitting there waiting for you, streaming now and waiting later for the replay. And any links or anything that we talk about and to reach out to uh, Maria, those links will be in that description wherever you're seeing it. And now without further ado, I will bring in Maria Wilson out there in... Well, down there again, I guess from me, Corinth, Mississippi. Um, and you're gonna, I'm gonna love this accent. I loved it. We were talking earlier, and I'm loving having it on because it's uh, unique for the show. I think we've had maybe one or two people with an accent on, or at least a strong accent that people would. Uh, people say Pennsylvanians have an accent, but I don't. I don't hear it myself. So I'm gonna stop babbling. Say hi to everybody and tell us the last movie you watched while I bring up your bio information. Hey y'all, it's so good to be on. And man, you've got that down. You have the, the introduction. That was really good. Um, okay, so the last movie, I'm not a big movie watcher. We just aren't, but um, our small group just watched The Shack. And I think it's an older movie, but we watched it and it was amazing. I don't know, I've read the book, but I had never seen the movie. So it's so good, it was really the good. The Shack? Like yeah. Hut in the Woods or something? Yes, it's you have to watch it. Um, if especially if you're if you have um, any kind of like faith background or faith based or whatever, um, it's it's a very good book. It's going to make you think about everything in the world, life, yourself, the afterlife, everything. It's so good. So it's a book that was made into a movie. Yes. Yes. And did you have to buy it or rent it or was it on Prime or Netflix um, or anybody I out there that wants to check think, it out? Yeah, I think. Um, uh, Brian, where we watched it, I think he said it was like 99 cents on something. I don't know. Something he streamed it on something. I think he said it was 99 cents. So, gotcha. And this is your small group from church, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And do you always you have like a, a movie club with your? Do you have how many movies do you watch no. a year or a month or whatever? No, I typically only watch like my family um, until COVID. We would go to the movies on Christmas, like the night of Christmas. Other than that, it's just very rare for me to go to a movie. Um, and so, no, we, we're not, we're just not big movie people. But, and that's the first time I haven't been in this small group very long. So that's the first movie we've watched. So, do you watch sports at all? Oh, yeah. We're sports people. Um, but, you know, yeah, my husband is a diehard high school basketball fan. Um, we're a Mississippi State fans. So, you know, SEC all the way. Um, so I'm assuming you haven't cut the cord yet because you kind of have to have cable still most places to get most of the sports stuff. Although there is ESPN and stuff on Hulu and other yeah, places yeah, as we well, but not quite it. as much. Yeah, we stream most of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'll bring up your bio, which I did find after you instructed me on where I mistakenly yeah. sent you to fill out your bio. Um, and we'll tell everybody a little bit about Maria. You grew up in Corinth, Mississippi, so you are born and raised right there where you're talking about. So no better person to talk to about it. You went to Alcorn Central High School. So shout out to all the, what's your mascot there? Anybody that might be watching, go. Golden Bears. Golden Bears. Was it a golden bear is the kind no, of like the actual brown. logo? Oh, it was a grizzly bear, but we were called the Golden Bears. I graduated nice. in 1990, so. 
I like that. Bear's a good one. We were, we were, I went to Harrisburg, grew up. That was Cougars. And then I went to high school. That was Wildcats. And there's Panthers around here. And I think a cat is like the most used mascot of any high school, college, anything. Um, and a Wildcat, a Panther, and a Cougar are all pretty much the same exact thing. They're all mountain lions for the most part, I think. So um, I like that it's a bear and not some type of mountain lion. Uh, you went to college at NEMCC and Mississippi State. State, tell us what NEMCC is. That's Northeast Mississippi Community College. It's about 20, um, about 20 miles south of me. Um, so I went straight there out of um, high school. And then Mississippi State is about an hour and 45 minutes um, from me in Starkville. So nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Community colleges, that's a nice thing to do. We have hack here. A lot of people go to hack for a couple of years or something and then transfer somewhere else or even just getting a whole degree at hack um, can yeah, lead you to great um, places too. Of, yeah, there's a couple of, um, you can get a couple of degrees from the, the community college as well. Yours is a little uh, harder to say. I think they named ours Hack Harrisburg Area Community College in, on purpose, I think. And we have a whack close by and there's a lack. Um, so oh I'm God. wondering why they didn't name yours something easier well, to say. Do you actually call it, do you call it NEMSI or something? No, we call it Northeast. That's just what it's, um, it used to be Northeast Junior College and then it was Northeast Community College or whatever. So we just call it Northeast. Gotcha. And if somebody from uh, Corinth was going to a community college, that would be the go-to one, or are there others around? Um, there's a couple others, but they're farther away. That one's just very, um, it's very close to, to here. We have um, UNA, which is about an hour away, um, but it's a, it's a bigger school. So we've got a couple, but Northeast is the closest community college. Gotcha. And then you studied education at college. Were you ever a teacher with that? No. I, I actually dropped out um, about a I lacked about a year, and um, so I went I went and finished online um, and finished my degree. So nice. Were you able to? You could finish online with Mississippi State online, or did you have to go well, through something else? I, I did, and then I I actually commuted some back and forth um, to finish that. So yeah, yeah, I got my um, final degree from state. Nice. And then your favorite color is uh, you You put blue in here. And as you watched a few episodes, you knew that blue wasn't sufficient uh, because everybody says that. So you gave me a couple others. Uh, you put red, yellow and black on there. Red is my official favorite color. If somebody said what it is growing up. I mean, now I, I'd say probably not, but officially probably red um, and black objectively would probably be my favorite color. If you said, what do you wear the most of, or you the most use the most and pick when you pick items the most, probably be black. Um, so if you had to outside of blue, out of red, yellow, and black, which one of those would be the second favorite if you had to pick one? Well, I didn't even put, my real second one is um, green. I didn't even put it on there. Like today it was either gonna be, I was either gonna wear black or green, but so. Nice, a bright green or like a forest green? Mm, kind of like a um like a, a bright green i do like the forest green but like a fluorescent green or something i like that it pops on social media too yeah, a nice sure. fluorescent yeah. green although i've learned in marketing don't just pick a color that's good on the screen because they might not have a ink for it for shirts so you got to make sure they also have print and ink in that said mm. color that you want to use on a screen um but i like that i also like green. I like a nice forest green. What'd you say? I said, that's good information. <laughs> yeah. There's a marketing tip for everybody. Yeah. Uh, favorite food pasta. Mm -hmm. A lot of people out there probably relate to that. What would be your favorite, uh, pasta shape? Linguini, uh, bow ties. I hate bow ties cause they don't yeah. cook evenly. Angel, uh, Angel, hair. Angel hair pasta is my fave. Okay. Is there a reason for it? Cause it, it gets you the most sauce and picks up the most. Maybe. I don't know. I told you I'm super boring. So no. <laughs> What's the go-to sauce on your, on your angel hair pasta? Um, the, uh, the white sauce, like that's made with the, the butter, the garlic, the white wine, you know. So like a buttery garlic sauce, but not an Alfredo. I mean, I'm sure yeah, you like an Alfredo, Alfredo but the go-to is that. Yeah. Alfredo is a little thick. Okay. And do you buy the sauce or do you just eat this when you eat out? Or does somebody in your household make a good garlic vinaigrette sauce? Or I don't know what you call it. No, just when I eat out. I've tried to make it. It just is, 
it never is, you know, I can never make it the way it tastes somewhere else. Yeah, they have some magic ingredient that they put in right. there or something. Or the magic ingredient is I don't got to make it. That's what the magic yeah, ingredient exactly is, that. I think. Yeah. And then you do have pets. What kind of pets do you have? Dog, cat person? What do you got? Yeah, I have I have a dog. Um, I have a little Shizu. I have a lab. And then we have a blue healer. Okay. What's with the last thing? A blue healer. A blue healer? Healer? Um, like uh -huh. healing? Like a wound? No, it's like a, um, it's like a farm dog, I guess. Like she'll, she'll nip your ankles. That's what they do. Like the cows, like they help move them along or whatever. So she's a biter. We have to have a sign up and you can't just walk up on her because she will sneak up on you and bite you. Huh. Kind of like collies or cut. Those are yeah, like maybe. sheep dogs too. And they're, they're kind of mean and attacky and yeah. yeah. And She's actually the smartest dog we've ever had, and she's super sweet. But if if she doesn't know you and you sneak up on her or come up come onto her yard, she's probably going to bite you. Is she so bad that uh, every cocker spaniel I've ever known, you could not come anywhere near it? The owner had to put it away when you got there. One of my best friends and best men in my wedding, at, I remember in high school, his house, they had one. And when you went, you had to knock on the door. They had to say, wait, wait. The thing was banging on the door, trying to eat you and get you. They had to put it in the basement. If it got out, you had to run for the hills. Um, yes. Is it that bad? When people yes. come over, you have to like warn us, hey, we got to put Absolutely. this dog away? Yeah. Unless he knows it. Are there any like family members or friends or anybody oh, yeah. that, yeah. that it likes? Yeah. And then that's a big dog. You got a lab too. And then was the other yeah. one a big dog too? Uh, no, the other, the other one's a Shizu. No, she's my little lap dog. Gotcha. So you must have a, a fenced in yard or no? Mm -hmm. We have an underground fence, but we do have a, a, a really good yard for them. Yeah. I never trusted those things, but everybody that has them says they work great. So I guess they work. Right, they yeah, do, but my lab will run through it on occasion. Um, she'll see like a squirrel or another dog or a cow or something, and she will run through it on occasion and then she won't run back through it. Like, you have to go get her, take the, take the collar off because she knows she's gonna get buzzed. So, yeah, so when they do get through it, then it's a pain in the butt to get them back because, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause they, yeah, they have firsthand knowledge of what's going to happen. If I Absolutely. do this now, they kind of forget yeah. after a while, possibly, right. or they just forget when they see that, <laughs> that, uh, oh, yeah. rodent running around, running away. Um, so you have three, uh, furry pets, furry kids. And then you also, looks like you have three, uh, real kids who are all grown 22, 27 and 31. And then you have one grandchild. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. He is. He's the star of the show now. <laughs> so you and Tommy, Tommy, you're married to Tommy for 25 years. Good for you. Um, you and is that your favorite pastime? You and Tommy is taking care of uh, Bo, Bo Riley. Do you call yes. Bo Bo Riley or just Bo? Uh, Bo Riley. He, um, yes. When he came around, everything changed. Um, so yes, we love to. Um, I mean, we have to like get on a schedule to get him. But um, yes, he's our favorite. We just we have the best time with him. And do they live nearby? Yes. Yes. They, she lives about, they live about 20 minutes from us, but she'll come by like yesterday. Um, they stopped by on the way um, to take him to daycare and, you know, we got to give him some fruit loops and, you know, make over him for a little bit before he went to school. So <laughs> that was nice. Nice. And it's pretty, you mentioned before we got on the air that you, the place that we're talking about is a pretty small kind of town. Um, so are you like the Wilson clan? Are you, when somebody meets a Wilson, do they say, are you of those Wilsons? Is it that oh, kind of place? Oh yes, absolutely. It's like, okay, now who's your mama and who's your daddy? And um, yeah. And you know, I think I went to school with them or whatever. Super nice. small town. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would end up calling Bo BR. Oh yeah. Well, yes, it's everything you would think a small town is, you know, everybody knows everybody's business, but um, also everybody, you know, if something goes wrong, everybody steps up to help and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, I like it. I mentioned Ozarks. Ozarks kind of takes place in like a little town like that. Also, uh, True Blood was also in. That was actually probably, uh, that was a Southern town too. Uh, probably more of a Bayou setting, but. I haven't seen either of those, but Ozark is on our list. So, 
Yeah, I just fell into that recently. Um, it's it's very good. Yeah, Jason Bateman is amazing. I think he directed it. He directs it and maybe writes it too or something. Pretty awesome. Uh, and you also love to run. You love to go to the beach. Um, so running, what kind of running do you do? 5Ks or marathons or just leisurely? I have, or I've never done a marathon. I've done, I think, seven or eight half marathons. Um, and um, I haven't run very much this winter. But um, like 5Ks, 10Ks, you know, that kind of thing. I love it. I mean, like it's my favorite thing to do for my mind and my body. Nice. Do it while you can. I had to stop running or playing basketball and skiing. Anything involving banging my knees, I had to quit um, like yeah. three or four years ago. So more power to you. That's awesome. You yeah. can keep doing it. And then uh, what you said also here that you like to eat at local dives. Um, and we'll talk about that when we get to the things to do. You can shout out even some of your favorite ones if anybody visits or is moving there, ones they got to check out. So first, uh, we are going to pull up the map. First, I should share it. There we go. For anybody that has no idea where Corinth, Mississippi is, and like I said, this is the show for all humans everywhere on the planet or even aliens maybe watching this, traveling here. Um, if they want to move to Corinth, this is our planet here on Google Earth. Uh, you can see the pin here, and we will zoom in. You can see Mississippi here. What are you, your central time zone? Yes, we are. Yeah, central time zone, kind of like the eastern half of central time zone, maybe, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. And then Corinth looks like it's, and Mississippi goes all the way down to the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Um, and then you're all the way at the other end of Mississippi at the top uh, northeast corner, um, right there on the border, actually. Yeah. We are absolutely in the uh, northeast corner. We are um, 10 minutes from the Tennessee line. Like I, um, we also work the, the Tennessee market, Southwest Tennessee. And then, um, we're about 20 minutes from the Alabama line. Gotcha. So do you have multiple licenses or you just have a license in Mississippi, Mississippi and Tennessee? Gotcha. Yeah. And it looks like the Tennessee river is right there. So if you're Absolutely. doing any water stuff on a river, you're going there rather than the Mississippi Absolutely. river, right? Absolutely. We are, um, we are about 20 minutes from Pickwick Lake and it's, um, it's a great place to be. Awesome. And it's, it looks like it is yeah, everything. Nice. And we'll talk yeah. about it for sure. Yeah. I'm going to pick your brain on. That's my favorite segment, I think, is the uh, things to do. Um, I should do a whole other episode just on the things to do, because uh, yeah. that's always my favorite. And a lot of the viewers, I think that a lot of times that's their favorite, too. Um, but right now it is mostly cloudy down there, 50 degrees or wherever they're pulling this information from uh, 50 degrees. So maybe you are south of us, so a little bit warmer than us. We're at maybe 30. Well, a lot warmer, I guess, 20 degrees. We're at 30 or so, maybe 30 here during the day, um, maybe up to 40 today. But the last few days have been, I think it was like six. I think it was actually below zero the one morning, but I go out really early when it's super, super cold. Um, but uh, 50 degrees, so a little bit warmer than here, mostly cloudy right now. Uh, and the quick facts are, uh, and this is just uh, Google's little blurb they have here, and they just pull it off of Wikipedia's site. Uh, Corinth is a city in the county of Alcorn, uh, Mississippi, in the United States. The population was 14,573 at the 2010 census, so probably, well, maybe not assuming, maybe don't assume that it's bigger. Uh, maybe it went down. Maybe I should pull that up. Uh, but so in 2010, there were about 15,000 people there. Um, and it lies on the state line with Tennessee. Um, and you can see that the Tennessee River is right there. And it is a pretty small town. 14,000 is small. Uh, we're in a kind of small area. Uh, but even here, it's 50, 40,000 or so. So um, it is a pretty small town where probably everybody knows your name, which is a cool thing. Um, so so let's talk about what it looks like there when you're driving around, seeing the trees and the landscape and everything. What's it like? Um, are you, so you're south of us, is it like tropical type trees or is it like we have in the north, like oak trees and pine trees and, and tall stuff? Yeah. Yes, we're hilly. Um, so yeah, it's not tropical and it's not flat. <laughs> that, and it's not like bayou or boggy or that kind of thing. 
And then you said you mentioned hills. Are there is it are there mountains nearby? Are there hiking oh, trails and that kind uh, of thing? Not mountains, just hills. You know, hills and. Gotcha. And then with the weather, with the river nearby, maybe that I don't, you said there's no mountains, so maybe you're not in a valley, but sometimes water brings rain or precipitation or anything, or like here, we're in a valley. So the clouds kind of come here and then they just sit and it feels like it's overcast here all the freaking time. Um, but so what's it like down there? Is a lot of sun or is there yeah. a lot of overcast? Yeah, typically, no, typically a lot of sun. Um, like today, I, I know that said partly cloudy, but what I see it's super sunny, but, um, um, and then depends like, what they mean by partly cloudy. That could mean like there's one cloud up there. So it just is, well, it's partly cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> and does it snow at all? <laughs> On occasion it will snow. Um, if we're lucky, um, like this year it's already snowed this winter, it's already snowed twice, which is kind of, um, that's a lot for us. And like, I'm talking about, we roll up the sidewalks because, one inch of snow totally messes with us up because, you know, we don't have to drive in it. Um, our pops burst. I mean, you know, it's just like all the bread and milk's gone. Every meme you've ever seen about snow in the South is, is the truth. Um, because we just, everybody panics. Um, schools let out, stores close early. You know, it's just, it's everything you've ever seen on a meme. We're, we're, <laughs> And is there any kind of infrastructure in place to deal with it? Like we have all the salt trucks ready to go and they start even before the snow starts coming and we've got plows doing it as it's snowing, making sure that the, at least the major roads don't have anything on them. Do you just, they don't deal with that. Why spend money on that? It never happens. So we just, well, when we have it, we just stop everything. I mean, I guess, I don't know, but now they will like salt the bridges and that kind of thing. Um, just because, but like I said, we just don't get it very often. Um, and so, you know, it's just one of those things. It's fun when it does, but. And then do you ever get like sleet or freezing rain or any kind of yeah. other like frozen yeah. stuff? Yeah. That's what. Hail um, ever? Um, on occasion, because now we do have tornadoes like in the in the spring. So. Tell us about that. That's mm, interesting. Um, <laughs> like, and I mean, I think like a couple years ago, it was like in November it was in October we had like a, a crazy weather, but, uh, but yeah, every, um, in the spring we do have some, some tornadoes come through, um, straight line winds and that kind of thing. And this is like, like a twister. You can see it coming in the distance and it's Sometimes. touching Sometimes. down and it wreaks havoc like you would see on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And is this, it happens like every season, like it's, you can yeah. pretty much assume that we're going to have some bad tornado every year. Is it multiple tornadoes or do you have shelters? Tell me, tell me about what happens when a tornado we comes. Do, um, we do have shelters. Some of the churches will open up, you know, if it's going to get bad, but um, I mean, I don't have a shelter at my house, but some people do. And some people, you know, they want one, um, but. So I mean, what's the protocol if it's, if you're not in the direct line where your house is going to get destroyed, which wherein you'd obviously leave if you could and go somewhere else. But if you're just in like a high wind, what do they tell you to do? Are you supposed to go in your basement? And if, if somebody no, has gone to the lengths of having a shelter or something? Yeah. We don't have a whole lot of basements here. Um, some people do, but, um, but I mean, like you're supposed to get in, you know, the, the center of your home and um, you know, with pillows or whatever. So we have been in the closets before at home. So um it just kind of depends huh. on where you are. Okay. So it must not happen enough for people to go through the lengths of having, like feeling like they need some place to have to go or something. So no yeah. basements, are they on slab or is there like a, a wooden crawl space, whatever? Some of each. I mean, like my house is on slab, but um, it just kind of depends. Um, some are conventional, some are slab, but just, gotcha. not a whole, just not a whole lot of basements here. Okay. And then what about in the summer? How hot are we talking? Uh, the summer's the best. It's, um, I mean, it'll get up to 80, 90 degrees. It's super humid. Um, but um, luckily we live close to the lake. Uh, a lot of people here, a lot of people from other areas come, you know, through here going to the lake. So the summer's Okay. I don't like cold weather at all. So like 50 degrees, I don't want it to be any colder. Um, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it'll get 20 and, um, you know, but 
uh, the summer is hot and humid, but, um, but you know, it's the South it's supposed to be. Right. And then at the lake, is this like a lake that has like, uh, cabins and stuff like that? How big is yeah, this lake? Um, well, it's, a, it's on the Tennessee river. It's like Pickwick Lake, Tennessee river. Um, I mean, you can get a, you can get a condo, you can get, there are cabins, there are really nice houses. I have a camper. Um, so it just kind of depends, depends on what you want to do. And some people live there full time. Um, and then some people, um, are just there in the summer because it does get cold and like in the winter, like the restaurants and stuff, they're not open as long. And, you know, some of them close down for the winter um, and then open back up for the summer because the summer it's a, it's a big deal during the summer. And it's only about 20 minutes from where I live here in Corinth. Gotcha. And then what about like, what do you heat with there? So you're not heating. It doesn't get super cold a lot of the time. Is it oil or heat pumps or gas or what are you usually heating um, some with? Some people use gas or electric, like um, central heat, the central heat, central air. Some people do use natural gas or propane gas. Okay. Some people, some then, people still do a fire, like a, you know, a wood fire, wood burning fire. Sure. Yeah. And if you live in a place that's kind of out there, I'm assuming there's trees around or people have land and have firewood for days and can kind of, that's a free way to be off the grid, so to speak. People have yeah. been living off the grid for a long time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And then you mentioned that it's a, a pretty small place. We touched on that. So do people that live in Corinth work in Corinth or do they go other places or tell me about where people uh, commute to and from? Some people uh, like, okay, where we are, we're in the Northeast corner. Um, we are about 50 miles north of Tupelo. Um, and so Tupelo's, you know, it's a, it's a much bigger town than we are. Some people drive there to work, but now we have, um, we have some industries here. We have a hospital um, that employs a lot. We have a couple of um, factories. Um, and then like in some of the surrounding towns, uh, you know, there are some factories and stuff. Gotcha. And then do you have, uh, it looks like there's a couple kind of major 45 and 72. Mm -hmm. Are those the two major roads that yep. would be going yes. through 72. from east, west and north, uh -huh. south? Mm -hmm. Yep. Like we are where I live. I can go to Nashville. Um, like I can get there in two, uh, under three hours. Um, we can go to Huntsville in under two hours. We can go to Memphis in under about an hour and a half. Um, Tupelo's less than an hour. I mean, it's such a good place to live because it is such a, it's a small town, um, you know, just the total small town feel, but you can get anywhere you want to go within a day in, you know, in the day. Um, you can get to the beach, you can get to um, Gulf Shores in six hours. My husband and I go there several times a year. Um, so uh, it's a, it's a really good place to live, especially if you want to be close to stuff, but not live in the big city. Like I, like I told you earlier, I love to go, but now I like my small town, you know, home. And then what about public transportation? Are there, do you have buses or any, it's a small town. So I'm assuming there's not some big subway system, obviously, but are there, are there at least, is there a bus station or a train stop that goes through or anything like that or? Not where I live and we don't even have Uber. Um, but, um, we do, I think we might have like one taxi maybe. Um, but, uh, that's how small we are. Huh. Yeah, sounds like a, a good business. I mean, somebody has to do something. There must been, be a some kind of demand for it. We've been discussing the Uber thing, but um, like um, there's a train, uh, I mean, a bus station in Tupelo. Um, there's like a, the, there's a train station in Memphis. Um, so there's airport in Nashville and Huntsville. And there's a small airport here and there's a small airport in Florence, which is an hour from here. So like when I can't, when I went to Atlanta, um, you know, you can go to Florence and um, um, it's called Boutique Air and it takes you to a couple of places like Atlanta and Pensacola. Um, but then Memphis has, you know, like an international airport. So we're not far from anything, but now you may have to drive to get to there. So. Gotcha. How many, this, I should ask this before, how many uh, in your graduating class in high school? That's Whoa. a good indicator of like, yeah, mine was probably a hundred maybe. And then, you know, it's been, a, it's been a minute since that happened. So um, it, 
Oh, I, I can't remember. A hundred yeah. maybe. Yeah, that sounds about and right, maybe. Have, but we have like in our county, countywide, we're probably 40 something thousand people countywide. And we have several schools. We have a, a, a current city school. We have Alcorn Central. We have Kossuth. We have Biggersville. So there's several county schools and then a city school. Gotcha. And it, it, so the elementary school that everybody goes to is probably pretty small class sizes and everybody knows yeah, everybody yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, so last question about commuting and work and travel and everything. Are you, do you have easy passes and toll roads there or in Mississippi in general? I've learned during the sh doing the show that some places don't even have easy passes or toll roads or anything. I thought it was something everywhere. No, we do not. None at all. Anywhere in Mississippi that you know of? Um, I don't think so. When we go to the beach, sometimes there's a certain way you can go, um, through a toll, but I think it's, I think it's when you get over into Alabama. So gotcha. if there's a toll road in Mississippi, I just can't think of it. Huh. And so if you went on a road trip to a state where there were tolls, you would just be paying cash or they, I guess these days they just flash your license plate and send you a bill or something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then what are the major industries and employers? What are, what are people doing there? Um, what are the, what is, do you have military bases? Do you have medical facilities, any yeah, state medical. government kind of stuff? I'm assuming the state government and that kind of stuff is not there because that's usually centrally located yeah. in the state. Yeah. No, where I live, we have um, like the hospital and then a the couple of factories and industries. What kind of factories do you, any? Um, we have Kimberly Clark, um, Gosh, I don't even know what they do. They do like um, paper supplies, maybe. Um, um, then we have Caterpillar. Um, I don't know. We have a couple of, those are the bigger ones. Then we also have some smaller, you know, factories and um, some, you know, within driving distance from us. There's you know, a where's the nearest, where's the nearest Walmart? No, we do have a Walmart here. We have Walmart, we have um, Walgreens. We have Kroger. We're not that small, but. <laughs> so, well, so is the, the Walmart's actually a Corinth address or is it yeah. kind of outside yeah. servicing a couple of small towns? No, it's here. And our, the latest news is we're getting a Chick-fil-A. So that's been the whole rave, you know, because right now you have to drive an hour either way to get to a Chick-fil-A. So we've got one that's <laughs> opening in the next, uh, maybe a couple of weeks or something, month or so. Huh. huh. All right. And then what are other major employers usually? You got your military stuff. You said, uh, what's the no, nearest no. town, did you say? Where would the nearest like place with lots of industry and stuff happening be where people um, might get jobs? Well, I mean, like Memphis is an hour, less than an hour and a half. We have Tupelo, it's about an hour. Um, Florence, Alabama, about an hour. Jackson, Tennessee is about an hour. So like, where do all your friends work? Most of us work here in town. We're, I mean, just in- Like at a restaurant servicing that town uh, or at a hotel that services that town yeah. or at some kind of industry that services that town, not yeah. necessarily uh, what we call basic jobs that create yeah. things that yeah. are sent out. Yeah. Attorney, gotcha. banks, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Any coal mines in that kind of region down there? We got like coal mines everywhere up here. <laughs> Nothing. Are there any old industries? We also have a lot of that, like all these steel towns that are still like small towns that used to have something, but now they're just a little town where everything there just kind of services itself. And now over in the Delta of Mississippi, there's a whole lot of like, it was a whole lot of farming and, um, and all that's kind of, it's kind of died down a little. So. Do you have farm, a lot of farms in your area? Um, yeah, there's a lot of like private farms, you know, like people like their cows and their horses and that kind of thing, gardens. And When you're driving out in the country, is it mostly like everything's lined with trees or are you seeing houses with cleared lawns? Are you seeing farm land with corn and soy or? You're going to see all that where I live. You're going to see some with, you know, you're going to see some really nice manicured, then you're going to see some with the, you know, land and fences and that kind of thing. Gotcha. 
And then the part we've all been waiting for is to hear these restaurants and dives you like to go. And it's a small place, so I'm assuming there aren't a ton of dives right in Corinth, but I'm sure there's one or two you can shout out. And then if you want to shout out any that are across the globe, wherever um, that you've hit up, let's do that as well, maybe. So let's start with your favorite food spot in Corinth. Oh gosh, there's there's a few, but we don't have a ton because. Or we can say your top one if you don't want to offend anybody. We can say it's your top three or however many so you say have, it's your top that many. <laughs> we have like the pizza grocery. Um, it's really good. It's got pasta. It's got pizza. It's got a little coffee bar. Um, and then we have pizza grocery. Uh huh. That's the name of it. Pizza grocery. Very um, straightforward. I I I love marketing and I love being straightforward with marketing. So I love everything about that place. They should well, you chain it and franchise it. Pizza groceries. Yeah, you'd love it. It's so good. Um, and then we have um, Vacari is another one. It's got um, some Italian food, steak. Um, it's a little more high end. There's a bar upstairs. Um, and then we have some like local dives. We have like Russell's um, Steakhouse. It's it says uh, it's like the the manly place to go. My husband, my my boys, they all like to eat there. Um, but because they bring out, you know, the big thing of uh, bread and uh, anyway, it's good. It's great actually. But um, and then we have some really good restaurants, like little um, like diners for like breakfast, and you just can't get a better gravy and biscuit than in this town. So. Um, AIDS Grill, it's like, it's like world known. Um, and then um, what, what we haven't discussed is a slug burger. Have you ever heard of a slug burger? Slug? Like mm -hmm. a, okay, tell me. It is like this little, um, now I don't know how much they are everywhere, but like at the White Trolley where you can, where you can buy one, they're like 95 cents. And it's like a little burger. Um, it's, um, I, I don't even know how to how to describe it, but it's so good. If you ever come, have to make you uh, you're gonna have to try one. But like back in the day, um, I think the story is something about like a nickel was called a slug, and you could buy one for a nickel. And I don't know, but back uh, in the and back in the depression, they made them because you could use a little bit of meat and like a little bit of like soy or something, and it would make it go further. You know, so. Anyway, they ate them. They they met them in the depression, and now and they just stuck. Like we have the Slugburger Cafe, we have the White Trolley, we have Borum's Drugstore, and you know that's just a that's just one of their favorite things. I need to. Huh. Gotcha. So the slug burger, it has nothing to do with being sluggish or slimy or having something on it that looks like a slug or tastes like a slug or any kind of slug, anything yeah, about it. All. It's just not because of the piece of metal was called a piece of slug, a slug. I um, guess. Like we have, yeah, burger, yeah. Uh, we have like a, a festival, we have slug burger eating contest, all, you know, all the things. Yeah. Nice. I like that. That sounds, well, that's pretty kitschy or, or is that local to Corinth or is that like a Mississippi thing so or it's, something? It's, it's a Corinth thing. Um, but, um, and then we have a Boren's drugstore, um, which is uh, right down from me is um, it's the oldest. Okay. Let me think. I think it's the oldest working pharmacy in Mississippi. And like um, the pharmacist there, she was, um, I think, I, I think, I don't, don't hold me to this, that she was like one of the first women um, pharmacists to, um, to graduate. Like she was one of the first women pharmacists in Mississippi, which is so neat. And she's still around, like she's, she's still up there and, um, and they have like a, a soda fountain that's like a um, like the old timey soda fountain, like the antique soda fountain that like if you order a Diet Coke, they're they're making it with syrup, and it's so neat. It's like a you wow. know bar, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And they probably have to be uh, creative to stay in business these days because you mentioned a Walgreens is there, so um, somebody right. else is selling uh, pharmacy and filling prescriptions yeah. around there too. So the local so, apothecary has to get yeah. creative and, and be I, cool. I don't, I don't know. It's just one of the spots. Like you can't hardly get in there at lunch um, on Saturdays. I mean, it's just a, um, they do like the um, uh, milkshakes and, you know, in the old, it's just, it's a really, really neat place to go. 
And are all these restaurants you're naming, obviously they're not chains or anything we've ever heard of. Are they all still owned by like old Corinth families? Do they change hands? Does everybody know the owners of all these places? Has everybody worked at these places growing up in Corinth? But uh, yeah, most of them are owned like um, still at least in the family. I mean, and, and of course there's some I didn't name. There's, I mean, like we have Joe's Diner, we have like the Pit Stop. I mean, we have, these are all like, um, it's like me and you back there cooking. I mean, you know, and you know, how's your mama? You know, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of knows each other. And when you go in, you're going to know people sitting at the tables and no matter where you go. And then what about bowling alleys or like skating rinks or uh, drive-in theater or any of that kind of stuff? No, we used to have a drive-in about years ago, but there is still a working drive-in in Iuka, which is between here and, um, it's between here and like Florence. It's um, east of here. Um, it's only like 20 minutes, but it's a small town too. And they have, they still actually have a drive-in, um, which is fun to go to, but we do have a uh, bowling alley. We have we have a skating rink, but I guess it's still open. It was. Um, I just hadn't been in a minute. Um, and then we have like a movie theater that's got a couple of, you know, we used to have like the twin cinema. Now we have one that's bigger. So Does it have the lounge seats? Is it that new? No, it's not that new. No. Yeah. I will exclusively only go to something in the theater if it's at like the one place around here that has the big giant seats. And yeah, I've, only, I've only been to one um, somewhere. I can't remember where we were. We went and it's been a couple years ago and I was like, dang, this is nice. Yeah, it's the best. And you can pick now. You also pick your seat before you go. So yeah. typically I'll pick one right next to the two handicapped wheelchair spots because mm-hmm. uh-huh. nobody does it and then i've got nobody if you got uh, a companion the center thing goes up and it turns into like a love seat to cuddle nice. or whatever if you wanted yeah. to yeah. yeah it's the best those never um, again will i ever sit in those other seats it's in nashville that i've been to one like that so okay yeah so you could get to one i guess and then oh, what yeah. about fireworks and festivals and arts fests and like holiday yeah. stuff oh our our christmas parade is amazing it's, it's beautiful it comes to our town um like the um, city high school here, they do a, like a homecoming parade. Um, and it's, you know, it's massive. They do, they decorate their floats and it's just so pretty. Um, we have like a, we do a flood burger fest. Um, we have, um, um, it's called Hog Wild. I don't know if they had that last year. I don't know if COVID, I can't remember. Sometimes I'm out of town when these are happening. Um, but uh, because they're mostly in the summer. Um, but we do like, um, the town does uh, like a movie night. I think it's on Monday nights. They do like a, they'll play like a movie um, in the park and so that, you know, you can just come out there with your blankets and, and picnic and watch a movie and let your kids play and that kind of thing. That sounds awesome. I love the, especially as a person with kids, that sounds great. Yeah. You can, and they can have snacks and spill it. It doesn't matter and watch yes. a movie. Is it usually yeah. kids movies or at least like a yeah, PG like or something? Like it's all family um, friendly movies. I love that. So you do have a drive, you have a walk-in theater kind of, I yeah, guess, yeah. right? <laughs> Which might even be better because you don't have, do you leave your car, you don't leave your car running in a drive-in, so you're not sucking fumes, but you're burning your battery, I guess, Listen, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I got a couple questions. One is, uh, have you ever done a float in the homecoming parade? Because you grew no, up there and went to high school there and everything, right? But I went to I went to the county school, so no, hadn't done a float in the. This is the city school that does the um, that one. But then, like in the Christmas parade, we do we have um, like like the kids will do like when my daughter was in gymnastics, you know, they did a float and that kind of thing. And is it how all out do people go? Is it like crazy where a car is pulling a, a trailer that you decorated with flowers and like? Yeah. Yes. models and like yes. it's the whole shebang absolutely mm-hmm. nice that would be fun for it's kids like, too i like that and the kids get to help and and be, interact yeah. some yeah. are made by just adults too i guess yeah yeah and like there'll be like a four-wheelers in it and then everybody's like throwing out candy or some kind of goodies and the kids that are on the side on the street you know love to get it and that kind of thing we also like in may we do um we have the coke um the coke race and that's a big draw to our city um, because it's, um, I believe it's like the, the biggest, um, the largest, maybe 10K in the state or something. 
but um, it's really, really neat. Uh, we run, it's, you know, it's the, it's the 10K and it goes through like some of the neighborhoods, goes through downtown and that's a big deal. Yeah. And that's cool. Cause if you're in a small place, a 10K can take you like all over, at least like the oh, yeah. main downtown yeah. section and yes. out around it. Right. Right. Are there certain houses that people know that that, that house has been in this family and kind of like that's the Wilson mm -hmm. house and that's this yeah. house and people hand down houses? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. A lot of history here. There's a whole lot of history. Like we're known to um, like as the crossroads because of the um, the railroads and then there's the Civil War and um, like we're real close to Shiloh. We're the Battle of Shiloh, the Battle of Farmington. All You know, it's, there's a whole lot of history here in town. Yeah. So any history buff, we have a lot of history buffs up here. We've got the Gettysburg battlefield, which is, mm -hmm. I don't know why it's a big one. Maybe yeah. there was a turning point. Yeah. I don't know, but it seems to be yeah. a heavily visited one. Oh yeah. We have like the national cemetery. We have the uh, civil war interpretive center. We have the contraband camp. It's all, if you like history, it's a really nice place to come to. Nice. We even hear, I think sometimes they have like, or maybe there are still public lands where you can go with a metal detector and find like slugs. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Which asked me actually is my next question for the slug burger here in Dillsburg. They drop a pickle for New Year's Eve in Harrisburg. They drop a strawberry for whatever. I don't know why we must grow a lot of strawberries around here. Um, and in Mechanicsburg, we drop a wrench. So uh, there, do you drop a slug burger or drop anything at, on New Year's? If we do, I don't know it. I, Tommy and I are usually gone on New Year's Eve, but um, yeah, I don't know. I need to. I need to bring that up at a meeting. Dropping a slug. That's funny. <laughs> so where would you be on New Year's Eve? You're going out of town. Yes, my husband and I. We typically go to um, Orange Beach or uh, Gulf Shores, and it's just kind of we go and just kind of get away. Like it's we don't go to party. We go to just be alone. Whatever you know, just kind of some gotcha. down at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So when you say Gulf Shores, does that mean you're driving south to the Mississippi Gulf and going to the beach there? My next question is, what's the go-to driving vacation? So tell us a little bit about what you're doing there and then maybe the general where people generally go to. Here it's the Jersey Shore. Everybody goes to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Now we have like um, in South Mississippi, we have um, the beaches, we have casinos, a um, lot of good food um, on the coast. But um, we typically go um to the alabama coast gulf shores alabama orange beach alabama we spend a lot of time there and not are the casinos region. sorry are the casinos land-based or are they riverboats another question based on ozark <laughs> yeah well okay so they um they're in the water um and i think some i should have researched that a little better but um used to they had to be in the water like we had you know, a couple of places in Mississippi, you can go to Tunica, you can go to Philadelphia, um, and then um, on the coast, but um, they are on the water. I'm not sure if they have to be in the water, but they're, I know they used to be, but now they're on the water. Does that make huh. sense? Yeah, it must be the same kind of laws or at least the Probably. same kind of old laws that carried over. Like that's like federal or some no man's <laughs> land. So you could yeah. put a casino there and it's yeah. still kind of. Yeah, you should definitely put Ozark on that. You would probably relate to yeah. Ozark, yeah. kind of the same kind of place where Several you people have told us that. <laughs> yeah. And then what about an airport? If you're trying to fly somewhere out of the area, go for a far vacation. Um, where's the closest airport or, or the go to airport? Okay, you can, uh, Memphis, there's International Airport in Memphis. There's one in Huntsville, um, Nashville. Now, we have like a very small, the Roscoe Turner Airport, you know, very small planes. And then in Florence, it's the same way. They have some small planes. That's about an hour away. So what's your first, if you can, so we have Harrisburg International Airport, but then we also have Philadelphia, New York, Washington, all these other huge ones. Um, so my go-to is if I can get the flight and it's an okay price from the one right next to me, I'm going to take that one. Do you, is there an airport that's your yeah. go-to or do you just always go to what? Memphis is the biggest one? Well, Memphis, depending on kind of where we're going and we check the prices, like we're going to Mexico, um, in April, we're going to leave out of Memphis. Sometimes we will um, leave out of Nashville or Huntsville, but I'd like to go to Memphis because it's, you know, less than a, it's an hour and 15, 20 minutes. Um, and the other ones are a little further. So just kind of depends. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then anything else to do there? Uh, you don't have any ice skating or freezing lakes in the summer, in the winter. Well, you said you mentioned lakes. So do people make trips to the lake and is there uh, water skiing? And well, you also have the river there. So water sports, fishing, all that kind of stuff take place. Oh, yeah. Yes, there's fishing, there's boating. Um, like I said, I, we have a camper. We're at Goat Island um, and um, there's um some really good food, you know, restaurants there at the marinas. And yeah, it's, and like I said, it's only about 20 minutes from us. So it's a really good place to go. Any fly fishing? Not that I know of. Yeah. That's kind of a, a, a culture too, that you might, I didn't even know it existed here, but apparently central PA is like a huge fly fishing area with creeks and streams and things. And, um, I never knew, but it's, there's a whole subculture associated with fly fishing. So you might, I would, you got rivers and things around there. There must be streams and things feeding in and that has it. Um, we also stock our creeks and things with trout. So we stock stuff for tourism. So people come here. Yeah. Um, I think soon they're going to start breeding deer to throw into the woods. <laughs> I think we have plenty of deer, but they would probably do say, that if it kept people coming. Yeah. That's one thing we wouldn't have to do because we, they're everywhere here. Yeah. And it seems like they're always in the road for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's tell everybody if they're moving there, uh, what they can get for their money. So here in central Pennsylvania, uh, I'd say today, maybe 300,000 will get you that introductory American dream home, which I'll define as a two story, probably a two car garage has central air has a basement. I know there it's not gonna have a basement. Um, but two story two car garage um, built in the 80s, not well, anywhere from 50s to 2000, maybe depending mm -hmm. on it. Um, and maybe on a 0.2 or quarter acre or something in a suburban neighborhood. Um, so what is it like there to get that entry level? And obviously the sky's the limit beyond that, but what's, what's it, how does it compare down there? Um, well, cost of living is so much um, cheaper here, but like, um, you can get a super nice in one of the nicer neighborhoods for in the three hundreds here, but like entry level, you can do anywhere from 120 to, you know, 200, um, just depends on if you want to be in the city, if you want a little bit of land. In that 300s, would that be two car garage kind of neighborhood or would that be a, a three car garage kind of neighborhood? Because that dictates, you could tell what kind of pricing it's going to be by the number of garages a lot of times. Most, most of them are two, two car, like it's a two car garage, but it's on the, it's on the higher end here. Like we don't have a whole lot above 400 here, if that makes I mean, we have some, but you know, not, um, not a ton of them. Our market just- Yeah, and if something's really expensive, maybe it's a farm or a bunch of land, or are there a lot of properties like that, rural type things, wooded lots, um, that kind that. of thing available? Yeah, we do have that. We have a couple of really nice neighborhoods. Um, we don't have any like gated communities or anything, but um, we have some neighborhoods that are a little nicer. What's the general age of things? Obviously, sounds like an older kind of town. You got Civil War, a lot of history there. So I'm assuming you have a lot of, you know, 19, even 1800 yeah. stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've, I've sold some houses that were over 100 years old. Um, and then we have a lot of the ranch homes, you know, over in like the tree streets and stuff. And then is there any new construction happening? That's what I was going to say. We don't have just a whole lot of new builds here. We, it's just not, we just don't. Now we have some, but not like, we don't have like whole neighborhoods going up. And do you have a shortage like right now? What is this? January 28th of 2022. We're in an inventory shortage pretty much everywhere on the planet. Um, but there are some pockets where that's not the case. And if you're not, if nobody's building new ones, then maybe there's no demand for it. Are you, you still experiencing an inventory shortage there? Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't have a whole lot of inventory. We need it. Um, we need some new construction. We just don't have it. Um, we just don't, the people who do build, they have, um, you know, like they have something in their pipeline, they're doing it for a specific person, but we don't have this like a general builder that's building neighborhoods. So, 
And do you have those like mid-century kind of neighborhoods outside of the oldest stuff? Usually the oldest stuff is like right in the center of town or whatever, and then some farmhouses around. <laughs> and then any new neighborhoods that's popped up in the 50s or 60s or 70s or 80s or 90s or whatever are kind of out here. And those are those little like brick ranch houses with a carport or a one-car garage or whatever. So that's yeah. what's outside of the really old stuff is kind of yeah. what I'm describing. Right. And then we have some that were built probably in the, you know, in the 80s and 90s that are a little more um, – not cookie cutter, but you know, they're a little more the brick, the two story, that kind of thing. So then what would, uh, we'll call it the luxury market be like there. You say, you know, there's nothing crazy there, but if somebody said, Hey, somebody comes to you today and says, I got a million bucks to spend, um, or sky's the limit. Where would you uh, take them? Uh, probably. would you just buy a piece of land and build that dream house or, or well, we may have a few here that we could, could handle, or we would take them to Pickwick and, you know, live with, you know, a water view. So. Gotcha. Or you could buy a house in Corinth and buy a house at the lake or something, That's right? That's exactly right. Yes. Is the house, would the lake be kind of a, a luxury? Do people live at the lake ever full time or is that oh, yeah. just vacation yeah. stuff? Um, some of both. Um, there's some really nice neighborhoods overlooking the water. And a lot of those people, you know, they live there full time. And then there are some that, uh, you know, like I said, there's some small cabins right on the water that are super small that are just vacation homes. Then you have some, there are some condos. Um, and then I have a camper. So, you know, it's just kind of from, from one extreme to the other. So. I prefer the camper. Actually, I would prefer a tent out. Actually, my preferred method is sleeping yeah. bag right on the ground, lay on yeah. it. And I'm good. As long as the weather's good, I'm good with that. Um, what was my question going to be? Oh, do, uh, if somebody lived there full time, are there, we can't talk about whether schools are good or bad or whatever, but are there schools nearby where if you lived at the lake, your kids could go to yeah. a school somewhere and not be two hours away? Yeah. Now it might be a little bit of a drop, but not, it's not terrible. It's not two hours. Nice. Gotcha. And then our last question to end it off that has nothing to do with court, unless you have anything else to do to say about price or anything about what people get for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can obviously reach out to you if they need to find right. something or get hooked up on a, a automated search. What multi-list do you guys use there? Are you on Bright or no? Um, no, we use Flex. Flex. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are now part of the second largest multi-list on the planet, I think, or something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest one is California market something. Um, and then we just merged and our association was actually one of the first ones. And I was on the board at the time and it was this big thing and we saw it was pain in the butt, but um, very good. And I love now, you know, in Jersey and all these surrounding states and they keep adding more associations oh, wow. as people come on board. And also we can combat the uh, challenges that realtors are facing uh, that we won't get into and we can't really yeah. talk names That's on better. that. But anyway, all right, our last question. <laughs> uh, what would you be if you could do anything else? So if you couldn't be a realtor and you had to be something else, would you go back to your education degree and be a teacher or what would you, what would you do? I would do, um, I would be a reporter um, during the Olympics. That's, that would, that would be my. Any specific uh, uh, event? I hate to be cold, but I would want to do the Winter Olympics. That's, I mean, even though I hate to be cold, that would be my favorite thing. Well, they seem to always give the correspondents giant jackets with sure. fur-lined stuff and all that, and you'd have big earphones yeah. on, so you'd yeah. probably be okay. I like the uh, what all the jumping, like the ski jumping and the yeah. all the ski stuff and the snowboard stuff, the figure skating. I could do without, frankly, but I could see how people would like it. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah. Have you ever skated? You're not, stuff doesn't freeze down there and you grew up there. So have you ever ice skated? Know, but we went to Beaver Creek in um, December and we did, I mean, like I've been ice skating. So yeah. yeah. But um, when we went to Beaver Creek um, in December was the first time we ever snow skied. And even though I, I thought I might die because I was so cold, it was the funnest thing I've ever done. So yeah, snow sports are awesome. It's cold, but if you, if you dress warmly and you make sure you're comfy, who doesn't want to slide down a hill on on sticks? It's super fun. It was the most fun that our family has ever had. So. <laughs> yeah, we love sledding up here in the north. That's one of the benefits. You have to make yeah. the snow benefit you somehow, I guess. Yeah. My camera keeps going out of focus. I'm going to stop fixing it because we're about to go out anyway. Okay. So tell everybody out loud how they can find you, read your number aloud and your email address and your uh, uh, website so that people that might just be listening can write it down. 
Okay, yes, you can reach me. You can call me or text me. 662-643-7298 is my personal number. Our office number is 662-415-5922. Um, you can email me at maria at wilcocurrent.com. And you can look us up. Um, our website is wilcocurrent.com. And all her information will be in the description above or below or wherever you're watching it. It'll be there and all her links to all her socials, socials, yada, yada. With the caveat that if you are watching on YouTube, sometimes I remove those links because YouTube doesn't like us sending people other places. So you might have to click a link to go somewhere else to find some of that stuff. But her phone number and email address will definitely be on the YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, a little reminder to click the little subscribe button and tap the little bell so you get notified every time I come out with a new video, yada, yada. I'm just adding that in. I didn't used to say that, uh, Maria. And last episode I recorded, uh, I said it for the first time, I think. So hit that little subscribe button. The kids are saying smash it. So everybody go and take your finger and smash the subscribe button so you get notified. Uh, and contact me if you need to buy or sell a house in central Pennsylvania or anywhere on the globe. Like I said, I have a vast network of agents and lending professionals as well across the planet at this point. Uh, Clubhouse has been awesome for that. So reach out to me if you need to buy or sell anywhere. What'd you say? Clubhouse is a game changer. It's, it it's is for sure. Yeah. And we all know like uh, agents everywhere. I, I never thought that I, I never even thought about referrals really um, until Clubhouse actually. So if you need to do something, buy or sell anywhere, hit me up. I'll connect you with the right person like Maria in Corinth, Mississippi, or anywhere close to there in Mississippi if you yeah. need help. Or if it's somewhere far from her, still hit her up and uh, she can connect you with the right yep. agent. And you can call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to hear from you. And thank you for watching and listening. And uh, say goodbye to everybody. Maria. Bye. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Me too, as always. See everybody. <laughs>